it's Dominique and I am back with another episode of the Wise Words Podcast. This episode, guys, is going to be pretty quick. Um, as I told you in the previous episode, since I am going on a little mini vacay next weekend, I definitely wanted to still drop an episode, you know, and give you guys content, even though I'll be out of town and traveling that day. But because it's pre-recorded and because it's a pretty short topic, it's going to be a short episode. Nonetheless, though, it's still really helpful content, and I think you guys will really benefit from it. It's definitely more wisdom-based because I know I usually talk about a mental health and a spiritual health perspective on various topics. Um, Because this is a bonus episode, this is actually only talking about one specific topic, which has been on my heart to do for the longest time. And I was actually going back and forth contemplating if I wanted to do it. And long and behold, like I want to say probably the day before yesterday and then today before I like recorded this episode, I got confirmation about the topic that I wanted to do. So I was like, well, that's a sign, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and do this topic or whatever. And so the topic is mainly talking about obedience and when we hear God speak or how we know when God is speaking to us. And I guess, you know what, I said it wasn't two perspectives, but I guess if you think about it, it is both a mental health and a spiritual health perspective because what happens a lot of times is we listen to our emotions rather than, you know, listen to God. Or we think that because our emotions say one thing or because we feel one thing that that's God. And most of the time it's like, nah, that's not it. So going to talk more about that topic today. Don't forget to like this podcast, give it a five-star rating if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to share it on social media or other platforms or to anyone who you feel like may need to hear this or may need the encouragement. And don't forget to also purchase my book, How to Become a Mentally Fit Christian on Amazon, $2.99 for the ebook and $5.99 for the print version. Okay. All right, guys, let's get into it. Okay. So this topic When I first got the idea to do an episode on this, that was one of the main reasons I held off on it because I was like, well, you know, wise words, I'd be trying to make the episodes talk about both mental health and, you know, spiritual health, you know, our walk with God, because a lot of people be needing both of those perspectives. You know, if you just give them the spiritual perspective of it, you know, talking from from a Christianity point of view, sometimes it goes over their head and they're like, oh, no, I don't understand it or I don't want to listen to it. Right. But. I just kept feeling the push to do the episode. And I think why that came about is because like with recent events that have happened in my life, just in this year in general, it has really shown me that it really is important to know when God is speaking to you, when God is telling you to do something and not doing things out of emotion. So I guess in a sense, it does talk about both mental health and spiritual health, because I don't know about you guys who are listening to this episode. I would assume that everybody who listens to this podcast is a Christian or is becoming a Christian or wants to become a Christian. One of the three. But all I know is that a lot of us have probably been in the same boat, you know, where we thought, okay, I heard from God. But then we start questioning, did I really hear from God? Is God really telling me to do this or is this just, you know, my emotions telling me to do this? Same thing with obedience, right? So one thing about God, now I know this for a fact, obedience is better than sacrifice, right? And God loves it when we are obedient. 
if we are not obedient, then there are, you know, consequences that come with that. And not to even say that, you know, he's going to punish us because I don't want anybody to believe that, okay, God is a mean God. He's going to punish us for disobedient. I don't even think it's like that, but I, I do think that we lose his grace or we lose his hand in things when we do our own thing and we disobey. Right. And then I also think that we'd be forgetting that slow obedience is disobedience because that's something that I'll be transparent and say that I have struggled with. Right. Like when I know the Holy Spirit has said that I got to do something and yet I'm still basically beating around the bush and not doing it like I'm waiting or I'm procrastinating. That's ooh, that's the perfect word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> that's what I be doing. I'd be procrastinating. Knowing that I'm supposed to do it, but it's just like, okay, well, I'm going to do it. You know, just give me a little more time, God. Like, no, if he says to do it, you need to do it right then. And if it's slow obedience, it's still considered disobedience because he's like, do it now. Like, do it right then, right? So when it comes to God speaking to us, this has also been something that a lot of young Christians who are like, you know, in the same age range or boat as me, they have been asking, like, you know, I have, I have a problem differentiating is God speaking to me is God telling me something and if you're a Christian who is listening to that if you're anyone who's listening to that and that's your you know issue because there may be someone who wants to become a Christian and that's what's stopping them that's the barrier is well I want to trust God I want to believe in God I want to follow God but I don't know when he's talking to me that's okay I just want to validate you guys first off as a therapist, I'm in my little therapist mode just for a second. I want to validate you because we all feel that way. I don't think there is any person on this earth who questions, am I hearing from God? Is God speaking to me? Is God instructing me? Or is this just my emotion? I feel like if y'all hear my keys jingling in the background, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got them on around my uh, neck. But yeah, like I don't think anyone... I think everyone is what I'm trying to say. I think everyone has experienced a feeling like that before, and that's okay. Um, one thing that the Lord has revealed to me through numerous revelations and confirmation, even with the text, you know, with the Bible, is that one of my points, when God speaks or when God is telling us to do something, is usually something that we don't want to do or something that we're questioning doing. Let me explain. I'm not saying that God just wants us to live a life where we're doing stuff that we just, I never want to do this. I never want to da, 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 da. And then we end up hating it, right? But if you think about it, God tells us to do things that are out of our comfort zone. So when he gives us an instruction to do something, it's either going to feel really uncomfortable or you're not going to, you're going to like push back on it. You know, you may even get some pushback. You may, you may be like, God, you really want me to do this? Because I think that that comes from us getting out of our comfort zone. And when we're out of our comfort zone, because of the fact that you're like, well, God, I don't want to do this because what if I don't have enough money or what if this goes wrong? It actually triggers the faith effect, right? Where we have to rely on God to meet his promise. And he's telling us, just trust me. And you really got to trust him. Like You can't have a backup plan. I, I will never forget hearing that from Joyce Meyer. You cannot have a backup plan in God's plan. You can't do it. And I remember hearing that, y'all, and I was convicted so hard because that's how I, you know, have lived life. Again, being very transparent. This is my show. So I can be transparent and tell the truth. 
I used to, especially in my younger um, years, not that I'm even that old, but you know, y'all know what I'm saying. Like when I was like a young, young adult, like 18 up into my twenties, cause that's when I kind of had that gap of not attending church and kind of going through different seasons. It's like, I wanted a backup plan. I wanted God's plan. I never stopped loving God and I never wanted to, you know, stop following God. And I still wanted to have my backup plan in case things didn't go right. And time after time again, the Lord kept proving that point to me of like, you can't have your backup plan and my plan. You got to choose one, choose one or the other. And a lot of times with God's plan, which is another point, it doesn't make logical sense. I'm not even going to say that it doesn't make sense because what happens is when we follow God's plan, hindsight, everything goes well. And then we start to realize, oh man, this is why it happened this way. Like it all makes sense now, but in the moment it's like, eh, logically speaking, if we're using, um, what we call in like the therapeutic approach, I use the rational mind. If we're using rationality and trying to think of it logically, it doesn't make sense. It makes no sense at all. And so because it doesn't make sense, that's why we'll get the backup plan because we're like, nah, this don't make sense. And I'm not going to be out here, you know, looking a fool or looking like, oh, why you do that? But if you think about it, think about people in the Bible, you know, when God instructed people to do things in the Bible, especially in that Old Testament, you know, even in the New Testament, it wasn't stuff that they were just, hey, sign me up to do this. Right. Look at Noah. God instructed Noah to build an ark, even though it had never rained. I don't <laughs> you know, I'm not the people in the Bible, but I don't think that they were just he was just thrilled to, you know, spend all his time building an ark. When there was no rain and people are probably ridiculing him and making fun of him because he's building an ark and there's no rain. They're like, man, look at this fool building this ark for no reason. Right. But it was God's instruction and he wanted him to be obedient and he was obedient to God. And at the end of, the, of it all, when everything happened, he was good because he obeyed God. Same thing, you know, with a lot of different characters in the Bible. No, we saw with Abraham and Isaac, that was the ultimate test of faith. I always remember that story, you know, when he basically told him, even though this is the son that he waited years for in a old age, him and Sarah's old age, he was like, you got to go sacrifice and kill him. Y'all, you can't convince me if maybe, if, you know, if, you know, we get to heaven one day and I can ask God, you know, was they happy when you told them that? Maybe we could ask them, but I'm, I don't, I could not imagine being humans that they were just happy to get that, that instruction from God. I don't want to do this. I don't want to kill my son. Like, I don't want to build an ark. I'm sure that there was something in there that was like, I really don't want to do this, right? Like, my flesh does not want to do this, but my spirit is willing. And so that's why I made that point of usually when God is speaking to you or when it's something from God, it's something that we don't want to do or we're questioning it. And I will, you know, also say that that has been something that has came about in my life. Like, a lot of times the stuff that worked out for me in the long run it was based off of something that I did or that I, an instruction that I got that I didn't want to do. And it's not because I just was like, well, I can't stand, you know, living for God. It was just because it was either uncomfortable. I was either scared or I was worried or it didn't, you know, align with my little black backup plan. It was the flesh. It was like, I really don't want to do this. But in the end, when I obeyed and when I follow instruction, the you know I reaped the harvest right I reaped the harvest that I was supposed to reap and that's the beauty of knowing that we're listening to God right Mike Todd said something so profound which was confirmation that I was like oh I need to talk about this topic even for a little bit he was like 
obedience does not mean we agree. And man, when he said that again, I felt convicted because a lot of times God will tell us some stuff. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't always agree with it. I just be like, uh, no, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think that that's right. You know, I don't think that I should do that. I don't think that I should be, you know, taking this out or starting this when I only, I ain't even got it to get, you know, we will think of so many excuses as to why to not do something right. Cause we don't agree. And then even then God is still like, but if I told you to do it, obedience is better than sacrifice. Okay. He's still wanting us to obey and follow what he said. So I want to read this scripture because I keep referencing it every time I speak and I'm not giving y'all the scripture reference for it. But what I'm referencing is 1 Samuel 15 where it says, oh, in verse 22, sorry about that. 1 Samuel 15 is chapter in verse 22 where it says, but Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. So that's just to say, you know, back in the Bible days, for those of you who read the Old Testament, that's how they used to, you know, worship God was to give these burnt offerings and sacrifices. And of course, all of that ended, you know, when Jesus came about because he was the living word, right? He is the sacrifice for all of our sins. And what even he was saying, even in that time before, you know, Jesus came about was that obedience is still better than sacrifice. Because when we obey God and we're submitting to him, when we're submitting to him. That means that we're trusting him. We trust him and not ourselves. We trust him and not this world. Right. And so that just goes to show that when God tells you to do something, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter how much it may not make logical sense in the very moment, it would be really, you know, beneficial to you if you obey and do what he says. Um, there are so many different, you know, men and women of God who give their testimonies about how they trusted God, even in these seasons where they weren't making a lot of money or they weren't, you know, they didn't have as much of an influence or impact, but because they trusted God, eventually all of it came to fruition. Right. And that just goes to show, you know, my next point is that God's promises are not void. So when we listen to God and when we hear him speak, we should take to heart that even though it's making us feel uncomfortable, it's for our growth. And what he promised us is still going to come to pass, whether it looks the way that we thought it would or not. And most of the time, y'all, it's not going to look the way we want it to. And I'll just be real on that. I am living that right now. Like, you know, the promise is still the promise and it's going to come to pass. I mean, anyone there, a man and woman of God could probably prophesy to me because they have before, even recently, right, right here and now that God has not abandoned me and that God is going to do great things. And there are great things in store. And at the same time, in order for me to reach all of that, I still got to obey, even when it doesn't make sense, even when it makes me uncomfortable. So that means that I've had to make decisions that I don't really want to make. Right. Like I don't really like some of the stuff that God tells me to do. God may tell me to, you know, bless somebody with this amount of money. And I'm thinking to myself, no, <laughs> you know, like I don't want to do if I'm just being honest. It's like it's not that I don't like that person. I don't want to be, you know, generous. It's just I got all the stuff I'm trying to do, you know, but it goes back to that whole piece of just because it doesn't make sense doesn't mean we have to agree with it to obey. Obedience does not mean agreement, right? Sometimes we may agree with what God is saying. I know that there have also, you know, on the flip side, there have been things that 
I have gotten instruction from God about, and I agree with it, even though it was something that I was like, eh, it kind of sucks, but I wasn't, you know, bent about it. I was like, it actually makes sense. And you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to sacrifice, surrender to your will, God, and I'm going to do what I got to do. So I'm not saying that every time God speaks to you, you're just going to be in your feelings and not going to want to do it. Because what happens is when we become truly, you know, worshipers and followers of Christ and our heart starts to change, you know, our desires become his desires. We don't even get to that point where we're just stuck in our feelings anymore. We we are really OK with obeying and saying, you know what, God it is what it is. And I'm going to follow you. I trust you. And then this peace comes over us, which is actually my next point. When God is speaking to you or when God is telling you to do something, you will feel peace, even if it doesn't make sense. And even if it's uncomfortable, what will happen is what has happened to me. I know everybody's different, but what has happened to me before is that this resounding peace came over, even though I may have still been, you know, talking to God about, well, this is why I want this or this is why I'm not okay with doing this. I will get this peace. Like, and I can't even describe it. And I hate that I can't describe it. But if you're a Christian and you're a follower of God and you've experienced this, you know what you will know what I'm talking about. You experience it when you're trying to start a relationship, when you're thinking about marrying somebody, when you're thinking about buying a car, when you're thinking about this job or something like there will be a peace that comes over you that feels so like it just feels it's I can't describe it. I'm sorry. y'all. It just feels really good. And it feels so calming. When you don't feel peace, you'll feel like confusion. You'll feel like anxiety and stuff. And that's how you'll know, no, this probably ain't God talking. This is probably my emotions talking. Because the thing is, when our emotions are telling us to do something, we'll think it's God saying it, right? Because it'll seem like it's his voice. It'll be like, yeah, and that's what I want. But then you'll start to feel some anxiety or some confusion or or even chaos in in worst case scenarios. And you may not even feel it instantly, but it'll eventually start to come, you know, and then you'll start to, you may even start to notice that the anxiety or the, or the, you know, the, uh, dang, what was the word? The confusion. There it is. The anxiety or the confusion won't go away. It's like, it'll, it'll start to mess with you. It'll start to, you know, bother you. And then that's when you can kind of attest that this may be the Holy Spirit telling me, stop, don't, whatever you was going to do, don't do that. Because if you do that, then it's not going to work out. Right. And so that's why I say, you know, pay attention to how you're feeling, especially when it comes to decisions, because this is where it all boils down to. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, I know we got some young people. They like, I really don't want to go to church, blah, 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 hoo hoo about the church. OK, you know what? God is not going to force people to do stuff. I'm not going to force you or convince you to do stuff. Do you? I'm just saying that community or people who you submit to as far as accountability wise is important because they can help guide you. In essence, they can be that confirmation that you may need where you like, I think God told me to do this or God, the Holy Spirit is, I feel like the Holy Spirit is telling me to do this. And they'll be like, no, you ain't, (laughs) you know, like that's your emotions. That is not him. You know, like you need that kind of godly counsel. If you didn't, you know, listen to last week's episode about accountability or community, listen to those two episodes because I talk about that because that's where it comes in into play. You know, you need that because sometimes hearing someone else's voice, someone who we trust, who we know hears from God telling us to do something, it helps. And most of the time they are right, y'all, especially if they are really submitted to God, like it's godly authority, godly mentorship. They gonna be right when they say, hey, the Holy Spirit saying you need to let that go or something like that. And I promise the, the people who I'm submitted to now or that I, you know, listen for godly counsel 
from in my church, I will, if they tell me don't do, I promise I will listen. I'll be like, yes, <laughs> I won't do it. I was going to do it. I thought it was a good idea. Apparently it's not. And then sure enough, I guarantee in like a month or two, I'll see why it wasn't a good idea and why I didn't and why I shouldn't have done that or why I should have just let that go. You know, you start to see things hindsight. So that's why I say, you know, just trust in the Lord and know that even if it feels not so great, it feels like uh, I really don't want to do this. This really doesn't feel good. You know, it doesn't have to feel, you know, it doesn't have to feel good to be good. That was my ooh, that was my little sub point because I like how that sounds. It doesn't have to feel good to be good. And then we also have to remember that every good thing is not a God thing. So remember those two little sayings. It doesn't have to feel good to be good. And every good thing is not a God thing. What do I mean by that? Just because it doesn't feel good in the moment, like whatever God is telling you to do, it may feel uncomfortable. It may feel scary because you're like, it's the unknown that I'm going into and I don't know what the outcome is going to be. doesn't mean that it's not the best decision because who knows, you know, you're scared to start that business that God is telling you to start. And before you know it, you start the business, you obey and it flourishes. Maybe not even instantly. Sometimes it's instantly, but sometimes it takes a while. And I think that God even likes to do it that way to see, do you still trust me even when, even when it's not the result you expected? You know, sometimes we'll expect that instant, you know, blessing or that instant return, but we don't see it until later. And God is just looking at us like, but do you still trust me? Like, are you still going to do what I say? Even when it doesn't look like the return is what you thought it would be. Like, I'm telling you, God be really wanting to see like, are you really for me or do you, are you just lip service? Are you just saying that you're for me? Right. Same thing, you know, when it comes to obeying God and just following his voice, I'm thinking of a verse, Deuteronomy, I'm going to mess up the word, Deuteronomy. There we go. 28 and one. It says, if you obey the Lord, if you fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully keep all his commands that I am giving you today, the Lord, your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. That's a big promise. And you know what? If anybody can meet you on a promise, it's God. God is a promise keeper. He's not like people in this world, right? Who break promises. He's going to keep his promise. So if he told you to do something, just do it. Like Nike. (laughs) You know, just do it. Don't question it. Don't fight it. I I ain't even going to say don't question it. Because again, I know that we are humans. We have human nature. You may even try to start to quit. God, did you really tell me to do this and stuff like that? And what I will say is this. God is such a good God. What has happened to me when I question like, is this really you talking God or is this my emotions? He will send me confirmation. And then I will know for sure like, okay, that was God speaking. Or I will know, okay, that was not God. That was my emotions. And I need to not make that decision because that's not, God is not in that. So, you know, if you got a question, okay, question, but ask God in prayer, go to him in prayer and question, is this you or is this my feelings that I'm hearing? I guarantee you as good as a God as he is, he's going to clarify for you. And then also just keep in mind, you know, the key points that I talked about, about how most of the time when he's telling us to do something, it's it's probably something that we really don't want to do. But we know that we should do it and it's going to be good for us. Also, you know, going back to remembering that every good thing is not a God thing. There are plenty of opportunities that we could do, right? The whole point is, though, to be in God's will. I could probably do a lot of things, you know, 
Like, I remember somebody coming up to me about that. Like, you could be doing this with your podcast and this and this and yada, yada, woo, woo, woo. And I'm like, yeah, I honestly could. I have all the time in the world. And at the same time, if I don't feel like God has led me to do it, I'm not going to do it. And it's not because I don't feel like I can't do it. It's because if God's grace isn't on it, I may dig myself into a hole. And I don't want to be in a hole because right now, you know, because I'm under God's grace, even if I do get in a bind because I'm in his grace or I'm in his will, he's going to get me out. And the way it's going to happen is it's not even going to make sense. But that's how I know I'm in God's will, because it's like God is the one who can rescue me. We got to remember what the word says. And, you know, Luke, he is a God who makes the impossible possible. Something that would not make sense at all. Logically, God can make it happen. And people will be sitting there looking like, how? did they get that with that credit score how in the world were they able to do that with this and that going on it's because of God and it's because we trust and we obey God so it's not just about trusting him but we got to be obedient y'all we got to be obedient okay we have to obey what he's telling us and just also remember you know the peace remember that feeling of peace that you get whenever you do something I'm not talking about a feeling of satisfaction and peace because those are two different things when we listen to our emotions instead of God we think okay I'm experiencing peace about it no what you're experiencing is satisfaction because you satisfied your flesh and how do you know the difference between the two is what I will say is this satisfaction is going to feel really heightened in that moment but it's going to fade it's temporary peace is lasting it's like the feeling of peace doesn't go away it's, um, it's, it's almost like it's always there. It's like a it's like somebody walking beside you with a hand on your back, that kind of like warmth and comforting and safe feeling. That's what peace is. And I know with a lot of decisions that I've made before, man, I'm just tripping because this makes so much sense as I'm talking about it now. Like when I made decisions before y'all and I was questioning, man, God, I don't know, but I knew it was God telling me this is what I need you to do, even though it didn't make sense to me. I just felt peace about it. Like I could sleep peacefully. And I was like, you know what? That was God because I feel so calm now, even though it hasn't, you know, the situation even hasn't reached the outcome yet. I still feel peaceful. I feel really calm and peaceful. Whereas if I made a decision in my emotions, there would be no peace. I would maybe feel satisfied in a moment, but then maybe give it a day or a week. I would feel right back stressed or anxious. And I'm like, this, that's how I would know I did not make a God decision. I made something out of my emotions. If you're somebody who's made a decision and you're like, man, I didn't listen to God. Don't beat yourself up. Repent. All you got to do is repent. Say, God, I'm sorry. I apologize for having a backup plan. I apologize for doing it my way and saying that that was you that was speaking when it wasn't. I'm sorry. Ask for forgiveness. And then ask God to help you. Say, okay, God. You know, I'm going to listen from now on. Please get me out of this situation. Help me out. Give me a way out. And, you know, I know that's what I've done. I've been like, you know, God, give me a way out. I'm not doing that no more. I'm going to listen to you. If you tell me to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to submit to godly counsel. So if there's a big decision that I got going on and maybe I'm not hearing clearly, I will go to someone in the church that I trust. Hey, can you pray for me? I'm seeking God for an answer on, you know, this, this and that. They will pray for me. And if God speaks to them, he's either going to speak to me, he's going to speak to them, but he's going to speak to somebody and I'm going to get the answer that I need. That's why I think community is so important, right? Because sometimes we really do need a third voice. We need an unbiased voice to tell us something. We, we can't always trust 
if we, especially if we're high in our emotions, I will say that. If you high in your emotions, I say just chill. Don't make any decisions when you are stressed or panicked or sad or angry or anything. Like, chill first. Because I talked about that in the Emotions Podcast episode. Never make decisions when you are in your emotions. Chill for a minute. Get calm. Get settled. Then make a decision. Okay? But yeah. You know, just ask God for forgiveness. Ask, you know, repent and say, I'm sorry. And then ask for help so that you don't make that same decision, okay? But nonetheless, the whole purpose of this episode was to say, I know that a lot of us, you know, young Christians, old Christians, we struggle to know, is God really speaking? But pay attention. Oh, forgot this point. Sorry, y'all. Pay attention to signs. Pay attention to confirmation. Pay attention to those things. What do I mean by that? Most of the time when confirmation comes, it comes in the most craziest but obvious way um perfect example my personal example my book right a lot of people think oh yeah you just want to write that book no honestly i got the the ideal from god to write the book and i pushed against it because i was like i was thinking of every reason why i shouldn't write the book and i think i talk about this a little bit in that episode but i was just like no what if what if what if it was basically what ifs that were keeping me from obeying and just doing it but the way that i got confirmation was one of my relatives on my dad's side actually messaged me literally out of nowhere because we don't like i said it's not like we talk every single day but they had just started listening to my podcast i guess and they literally sent me a message one night and said your podcast is so good this was around the time when i was asking god should i really do this like i had the, i had everything in my mind like god was downloading everything for the book in my mind i'm like should i really do this and sure enough, she sent a message saying, you know, your podcast is so good. Next message, you should really write a book. I hadn't told anybody I was even thinking about writing a book. I hadn't said nothing to anybody. I hadn't even uttered the idea to anybody yet of, hey, I'm about to write a book because I feel like God is telling me to. But when she said that, that was confirmation. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, like, I, I see what you're saying now, God. And so, and then there were some other things that happened too. I mean, I would have to like sit down and just tell the whole story of like the process, but that was one of the biggest confirmations that I got at that time. So that's why I say also, if you're trying to figure out, are you hearing from God, pay attention to signs like that, signs of confirmation. Okay. Do not pay attention. I'm going to say this and I know I'm probably going to lose some followers, but it's okay. Don't pay attention to stuff like angel numbers. Let me tell you why I had to do some research on this stuff, because, again, I, I don't like to downplay anything or say, oh, yeah, that, that ain't true or whatever. But I had to figure out what is this stuff, because I know a lot of people use angel numbers and they say it's confirmation. stuff. So I had to research it. All I had to figure out was, is that biblical? It's not. Because if we look in the Bible, there is nothing from Genesis to Revelation that talks about when we saw numbers in popping up for confirmation from God. You're either going to hear from God's voice or he's going to give it to you in a, in a sign through people or through things like that. But never did we see anything in the Bible about numbers popping up for, you know, confirmation. Now, if I'm wrong, please feel free to like text me, message me on social media, all of that. If you can find Bible to back up angel numbers, I will personally get on my podcast like for real and say, hey, y'all about that last episode. I was wrong. This stuff really does work, X, Y, Z, whatever. But it's got to be backed up by the word of God. Because right now, when I try to back it up by the word of God, 
I couldn't. And I was like, okay, I don't think this is biblical. So no, don't look at angel numbers as a sign of, well, this is God confirming it to me. As a matter of fact, what I have learned when I did my research is that it could actually be distractions from the devil, you know, playing more into your emotions rather than you listening from the Holy Spirit. But I ain't going to dive too much into that. Like I said, if I'm wrong, y'all got my social media. Y'all can, you know, tell me, but yeah, that's all I got for y'all today, y'all. Alright guys, that's it for this week's episode. Like I said, don't forget to share this podcast with someone who you feel like it might encourage. Don't forget to give it a five-star rating, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to go purchase my book on Amazon, which is How to Become a Mentally Fit Christian. Remember that the pro, a portion of the proceeds that I receive from that book will be donated to a local group home and charity of my choice in this area. And like I said, just thank you guys so much for all of your support for the podcast. I am probably currently enjoying myself <laughs> since I'm pre-recording this episode to be released on Sunday, but I will still be like vacationing or traveling on Sunday. Yeah, I'm probably still enjoying myself. So y'all just let me enjoy myself. Keep me in your prayers. I will keep you guys in mind. And until next time, you guys have a great week and God bless.